special pop-up season where we're talking to local Atlanta business owners to share their stories about how they're adjusting during these uncertain times. We're really thrilled in this episode to have Sarah from Little Tart Bake Shop, which we are huge fans of. Uh, this is Julia from Peach and Prosperity. Jeff, Peach and Prosperity. And we want to start off, Sarah, by asking you to tell us a little bit more about what you make. I think Little Tart is, is known mostly for our laminated pastries. Um, we're incredibly proud of our croissants, which we took a good five years to perfect. <laughs> um, and uh, we're, you know, I always say we're kind of like your French-ish uh, neighborhood bakery. Like we are very French inspired, um, but we are using as many local ingredients as we can get. And our, you know, what we bake is really determined by the seasons in um in atlanta and in the south um where we're lucky to have a really long uh, abundant growing season so um yeah we're famous for our croissants but we also make quiche um, sugere, cookies a really great lunch menu we have an incredible espresso program at all our shops um brioche i don't know we have a huge you know tons of tarts as as our name says little tons of little tarts so um we have a pretty extensive menu how did you how did you get started? What uh, made you become a baker? I oh it's such a long story. Let's see the abri uh, the abridged version. I um had have been a been baking since I was 10 years old, probably before that, but then really seriously <laughs> as serious as you can be at 10 years old, but um with my grandmother who was an incredible baker and just loved it and knew it was something that I, I wanted to do, but went to college and um, got a master's degree in poetry actually. And like the whole time I was in that program, I was baking for my um, workshop mates and my professors and just like so very happy baking. So when I finished that program and I went to France to teach English, but also to um, work in a couple of bakeries for free because at that point I had decided I was probably 27 or something. And I decided like I needed to figure out what I was going to do. And I really wanted to, to bake and see if it was something I could do, um, for a living. And I kind of figured I'd go to France, work for free and see if I was any good at it. And, um, I, I did that and just fell further in love with, with baking and with French baking. So I, um, like I said, this is very, like a very abridged version, but then I, uh, decided to move to Atlanta. I have really good friends here who, um, are still here who work at the CDC and at Emory. And they kept telling me like, we know you want to open a bakery and, um, Atlanta doesn't really have a ton of great bakeries and it's a big city to not have these bakeries. And, you know, you should come here. And at that point, this is 10 years ago, the rent was really affordable. Atlanta was a lot more affordable to live than it is now. Um, so, and I had visited them and loved the city. Um, I'd been visiting them for years and I was kind of needed to find a place to land after Paris. So I decided to move to Atlanta and make a go at, at um, opening a bakery here, which I did like less than a year and a half after moving here. That's a really fun path. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of meandering, you know, but. Yeah. And tell us what's over the years that you've lived here. How has Atlanta become special to you? 
Oh, that's a great question. Um, I, uh, I love the community in Atlanta. I grew up um, on a farm in Ohio with like basically no neighbors and really fantasized about living in a neighborhood in a city where I knew my neighbors and could walk down the street to get a coffee and, you know, ride my bike around and just like have that sense of a really tightly knit community. And, um, I feel really lucky to have that in Atlanta. Like I live in Grant Park, like three blocks from the bakery. So that kind of physical community, but also, um, one thing that I love about this city is that it's such a welcoming place as a, as a small business owner coming into the food scene with like, no, I mean, I just moved here and was like, I'm going to open a bakery. Right. So there, I never got any kind of like, who are you? We don't know you. You've never worked here. You haven't worked in our kitchens. It was a lot of just like, Hey, you're doing great work. That's awesome. Like come and cook for my, like I have people who are my friends now who I think about, you know, nine years ago, um, the owners of love is love farm who like had my stuff at a farmer's market and they were like, Hey, you're great. Can you make dessert for this fundraiser? And then I got to the fundraiser and it was like all these incredible chefs in Atlanta. And, you know, and I was just like, felt very included very quickly and have been grateful to this city for that from the beginning. But. That's a good story. <laughs> Thanks. What I have two questions I thought about. I always like to ask this question. What's your most popular best-selling dessert? Um, I think, I mean, our bestseller just to come back to like, Dessert, I mean, our best-selling pastry we make is our croissant, for sure. Um, our best-selling more kind of like tart dessert. Hmm. We have quite a few. We have a pretty, you know, extensive pecan crumb tart. Yeah, sorry. One of my <laughs> one of my managers is like, pecan crumb tart. Yeah, I was going to say either our galette, which I failed to mention earlier, or our pecan crumb tart. So those are both super special and incredible. Like the galette we make with a flaky crust and um, whatever fruits in season. Right now it's strawberries and a Meyer lemon marmalade in this flaky crust that has a little rye flour in it. That is, it's basically a galette is an open face pie. So um, those are so good. And we've been making them since day one. And then the pecan crumb tart is a tart that I developed a few years ago. Actually, I think for one of those dinners that I'm talking about where I like cooked on the farm at love is love. Um, it's based on an Italian tart. I think it's called a sprisolona tart. That is like kind of like the crumb topping that you get on, you know, an apple crisp or something, but it's, it's held together with a bit more egg to like make an actual tart out of it. And it uses olive oil, pecans, um, eggs, jam, cornmeal, and it's hyper local. It's like almost everything in that tart is local. And it's um, one of those things that like people don't know what it is and maybe are apprehensive to try it and then they have it. And it's like their favorite thing that we make. And that'll be the top of my list when I come by. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already hungry for it. Yeah. What about um, in your business, you've had a lot of, challenges, a lot of accomplishments. What's a fond memory that you can think about over the last couple of years that really stands out of your business? Oh, I have so many. Um, you know, my fondest memories um, at this business are wrapped up in the fact that I have two small children 
um, who have grown up in this bakery. Like my four-year-old um, walks in and walks around like he owns the place and like runs to the back and asks the bakers if they'll make him a croissant. And like, you know, so I know that's not one memory, but like the, the way that the, my team and my customers and like have become my extended family and then like how, how much they love my kids and how happy my kids are to be in this space is really something I love about this business. Great. That's wonderful. And your, your personality and your story really shines through on all of your social channels. It, it feels like so many of us have gotten to know you, um, even if we haven't met you. And we know that this is a really uncertain, challenging time. And you've, you've been very open and transparent in all of your posts uh, to your fans and followers. And we'd love to hear a bit more about how are you pivoting during this time? What changes have you adapted to be able to still relatively serve others? Um. Well, you know, our, we've really just tried to remain guided by our, our mission statement and our founding principles and what's important to us. And I'm like, so my, it's most important to me to keep my customers and my, and my staff safe in this completely unprecedented, you know, time. But then also if, if we can do that, we decided that we also want to still bake for people and be a little sense of a little place of kind of. Uh, normalcy and a little bright spot in the midst of all this. So like, I think it is comforting to, I find baked goods to be very comforting. And I think it's comforting to know that you can come get a couple croissants at Little Tart on the weekend. We get a lot of notes from people that are like, this was, this made me feel like it was a normal Sunday because I got my croissants and we ate them on a blanket in the park, you know? So we have pivoted from this busy full cafe open from 7am till 6pm in three locations across the city to being open 12 hours a week at one location and not having, you know, obviously we weren't allowed to have seating and I wouldn't have anyway, but, you know, being takeout only contactless, having to go to pre-orders and like, you know, it's, it's just, we work really hard on our systems and we've had to throw many of them out the window and create new ones really quickly. Um, but we've done that. I have a really amazing team helping me do that. So we've um, basically pivoted to a pre-order takeout. Um, but, you know, and also we've, we've started doing this larder where you can get eggs, butter, flour, milk, strawberries, sugar, we're going to add yeast. So it's really like looking around at what people are dealing with in the community and going, wouldn't it be nice if we can make it so they don't have to go to the grocery store as much and they can come up here and get some croissants and a gallon of milk, you know? So it's really like you don't open a bakery thinking you're also going to be like a mini, a micro grocery store. You know what I mean? But that's what we are right now. Um, and I feel like that's the best way we can serve our community. Great. Good answer. <laughs> What about how can the community support you? What help do you need from this whole community out there to make it more successful for you? Um, I mean, I would say that, I mean, our customers have been incredible and have been, have been buying, you know, pre-ordered boxes, leaving really good tips for my team. And then also like leaving really sweet notes that are like, thank you for being open. We love you. You know, and we read every single one and, and love them. So, I mean, there are multiple ways to support us right now. If you're comfortable going out and pre-ordering, you know, a box of, of pastries, come on and see us. 
um, at the Grant Park shop. You can still buy a gift card online, which is a nice way for people who want to support us but don't necessarily want to go out into the world to, like, you know, spend some money now and be able to use it later. Um, we have classes that we are pre-selling now where either I will teach or one of my bakers or, you know, we've listed, like, a pie and galette class and a cookies class and a scone class and it's a savory baking class. So that's another way where you're basically giving us some capital now when we need it. And then in a couple months when we're able to gather again, we're going to teach these classes on site at our Grant Park shop, which I'm so excited about because we've wanted to do that forever. Um, and then, you know, we're selling merchandise online so that we can actually, that folks can ship, you know, I've had customers shipping cookie boxes to their family and, Chicago, you know, and it's nice that, um, I think people are, are trying to support us any way they can. So, and they've been great. That's good. We're so happy to hear that. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and your time. Is there anything else you'd like to add that we haven't asked you about? Um, you know, I would just say that, uh, we have the very best customers <laughs> at Little Tart Bake Shop and when it is safe to welcome them back into the cafe. But, um, you know, to come see us for some pre-order pastry in the meantime, if they can. Thank you, Sarah, for sharing your time with us. 